With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. We are And here's what you need to know. Double dose of baseball again today. ALCS Game 5, Rangers home to the Astros, series tied up at two apiece. You will see it on Fox Sports 1, first pitch coming up just after 5 o'clock Eastern time. Just after 8 Eastern time tonight in Phoenix, Diamondbacks home to the Phillies in Game 4 of the NLCS. Phillies up 2-1 in that series. Boston Globe says the Red Sox spoke with former Giants manager Gabe Kapler about their opening to be the head of baseball operations in Boston. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson practiced fully today. He's still listed as questionable for Sunday's game against the Colts. Also questionable in Week 7, Daniel Jones of the Giants. He's got a neck injury as New York takes on the Commanders. Left tackle Andrew Thomas remains out because of his hamstring injury. No Justin Fields for the Bears, so Tyson Bagent goes against the Raiders. Raiders going to name a starter later this afternoon. Michigan suspended football analyst Connor Stallions with pay as the NCAA investigates the sign-stealing accusations against this is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello? Broadcasting live from the 96.9 The Game Studio, it's time to go in the zone with your host, Brandon Kravitz. Yeah, yeah. What the rock is cooking. The People's Champ is in the building on a Friday, right here, live in the city, beautiful. It is Orlando's biggest, best, only afternoon sports talk show. My name is Stefan, here with Tyler, the creator, and we have a fabulous show geared up for you today. You're in the zone, by the way, in case you didn't know, and uh, it's a lot of stuff going on today, so... Shortened show because, you know, coaches need to have a show for some reason. So a shortened show today. We'll be here till 6 o'clock. But we start a little early. Kravitz is not in today. I have sat in the big chair. It's been a minute. But I think I remember how to do this thing. First things first, text in 50857 on the Academy Sports and Outdoors text line. Or you can join us on Facebook. Join the Zone Heads group by going to Facebook and typing in Zone-Heads. Coming up on today's show... We're going to talk about everything that happened last night in sports. We're going to make our college football picks. We're going to make our NFL football picks. We're going to talk about some of Kravitz's locks, one of which did not go so well already. It's interesting. I can't wait to talk about that. Raheem Palmer, we're going to talk to him a little bit as well. Lots of stuff. But I want to start out, Tyler. I want to start out with the American League Championship Series. Last night in the American League Championship Series, one team beat a different one. Some team from Texas beat another team from Texas. If I remember correctly, it was the Houston Astros that won this game. Houston Astros tied up the series 2-2 last night. I have to be honest and say that I am not watching the ALCS in protest of Major League Baseball making all of the best teams wait five days to play and causing them all to be knocked out of the playoffs. So I'm not watching in protest, but I did watch uh, portions of this game. And what I found very interesting 
was not how Houston's been able to come back and tie the series up. Not how Texas is, you know, getting some of their first losses in the playoffs and not showing out very well at home. What I found so interesting about this game and other games that I've watched throughout the course of the LCS series, whether it be American League or National League, although nobody's watching the National League Championship Series. The right? Phillies the Phillies are fun. They're fun. Nobody's watching. Yeah, no. Arizona get beat. But what I have found so interesting, and I'm 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 curious about your take on this, is offense in the playoffs is so dramatically different than in the regular season. Very rarely in the regular season do you see teams going off for three and four and five and six and eight points in the first three innings. But we've seen that regularly throughout these playoffs. And I'm just kind of, I, I get to that place where I feel like, well, if you can do it, why aren't you doing it all the time? Right? And I understand there's a level of turning it up for the playoffs. There's a level of adrenaline. Your pitchers don't have as much rest, so on and so forth. But why do you think it is that we see such dramatic offense in the first few innings of a game when we're talking about division series, LCS series, and we don't see that throughout the course of the regular season? I think it's a mixture of the factors that you just said. For one thing, starting pitchers are pitching more often because you want your best arms on the mound as much as possible. It's a different pitching rotation. Starters are only going five innings. It turns into more of a bullpen game, but you are right. It's been a lot of runs, not only in the entire game, but in the first five. First five bets are huge, especially when it comes to postseason. For real. And I feel like the first five bets, which for those you don't know, it's the run total after the first five innings, those have been going over. So it has been interesting to see. I think it makes the playoffs more fun to have more runs. Does. But maybe it's, I mean, throughout the regular season, you don't always have starters in. You, you you play baseball every single day. There's a game five. You have five to six MLB games a week if you're an MLB team. So you, you're resting starters and whatnot. Whereas in the playoffs, that's never going to happen. So I think it might be a combination of those things. It's the the best guys are actually out there at the plate, and your best arms are tired. Naturally, that'll produce more runs. But you are right. It's been a lot of runs early in the LCS. I'm I'm looking at the last three games in the ALCS, right? And so if you look at game two, there were four, five, six, seven, seven innings in the first five, or seven runs in the first five innings in game two. In game three, you were up to another seven runs in the first five innings in game three. And then in game four, you were at 10 runs in the first five innings in game four. Like, this is phenomenal and amazing. And I can't say now, granted, I haven't been, I'm not the sit down, watch baseball guy unless the Orioles are hot. But I can't say that I've seen anything like this in the time that I've been covering sports and at least watching the playoffs. I have not seen this. That's the significance of it. It's, it's happening at this stage, it's not happening. In July, where uh, the, you know the Mariners or the Reds were hot for a little bit, it's not happening right. there. Where a team puts a week where they score fifty runs in six games in a week, it's not quite that. This is the LCS series, so yeah. that that's what makes it so interesting. And they say that hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports. It is hitting a slurve off of Nathan Evaldi. Good luck, right? Like, so that that's the interesting thing. It's just these guys are true professionals and. They have that switch in their head, I guess, where, okay, it's postseason, let's turn up. The Rays go the other way. Yeah, They, <laughs> they get do. to the postseason and turn off. I'm seeing something interesting about the Astros. As they've made this turnaround to tie this series, I've watched their batters, and it's like their batters are dipping lower in their stance to get up under the pitch. 
right? They're not swinging level with the pitch like they were for the first couple of games. They're literally dipping lower in their stance and getting up under these pitches to make sure that the ball goes over the top of whoever the defender's head. And it's working for them. Like, Altuve was lights out yesterday. It was unbelievable. And give it to the Rangers because they gave it a fight for those first few innings. But it was it was nuts. It was nuts. Baseball has so many of, like, some of the most not intriguing guys ever in the league. I don't want to say right. that, and I'm yeah. not enough of a baseball nut to say that, but you think about it with Shohei Otani, probably the best two-way player, pitcher, uh, batter combo of all time in the league. You have Ronda Cunha Jr. saying the home runs and steals record. That was amazing. Jose Altuve is the smallest man in professional sports, right. <laughs> and it's just a tank at the plate. It's so interesting, these characters and bodies that we have in baseball right now. Switching from Major League Baseball, like I said, nobody's watching the National League Series, so I won't talk about the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. And I'm feeling better for Major League Baseball because if there was going to be a Rangers-Diamondbacks series, I felt terrible for their ratings and their sponsorships for that World Series because nobody's watching that. You'll get now Astros-Phillies, we'll watch that. But Diamondbacks-Rangers, I don't know. So the Astros coming back and the Diamondbacks winning the game, both of that matters Hopefully we'll get a good World Series out of this. At the same time last night, the Jags attempted to squander a lead to the, to the New Orleans Saints and almost lost this game in the final moments. I am not on the Jags bandwagon, as you guys already know. I'm interested in watching how they play out the rest of the season. They're playing relatively well. They're beating the people they're supposed to beat. But the way they almost let San Antonio, or the way they almost let New Orleans come back in that game was detrimental. The first half of this game I'm watching, and I'm seeing that this is going to be the boring Thursday night game, right? The Jags are going to score a couple touchdowns. The Saints are going to kick field goals all night, and it's not going to matter. And right at halftime, I was like, I don't need to watch this. I'm done. I wake up the next morning, and I'm like, wait, the Saints almost won this game? What on earth happened, and why isn't Calvin Ridley being a part of the thing that's happening? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's a, I'd say that was most people Most people last night. Thursday night football, I mean, the game started at 8.15. It's 10 o'clock, 10.30. Yeah. You got stuff to do in the morning, you go to bed. Luckily for me, I don't have many early morning commitments at this stage in my life, so I'm up till crack of dawn if that's what it takes to watch uh, football. But, yeah, I mean, that second half was... The, the second half was a great game. The yeah. second half was a fantastic game. It was a lot like the Commanders and... Oh, who was it a couple weeks ago? They played that the first half. It was the same thing. It was yeah. 21 to three at halftime. Okay, we're going to bed. Then Sam Howell turned it on for the commanders and almost fought them back to win the game. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was a very similar script. The Jags get outscored. They still put up 14 in the second half because of that Christian Kirk, uh, you know, well, whatever it was, 47 yeah. yard receiving touchdown at the end in the fourth quarter that ultimately sealed the game. But I think New Orleans scored. 18 unanswered, or it was 18 yeah. to 7 before Taysom, I touchdown. I'm watching so. Taysom Hill run all over the Jets. Oh, Taysom, Taysom Hill had his token game that he, he has every a couple games a year. Alvin Kamara, they were giving him the two yard oh dump off, and he, he was has, taking it. He has, he has the ability to turn that up for 12 yards every yeah. single time. And it gets to a point where it's Alave's dropping balls left and right. He had at least four drops last yep. night. Derek Carr. Um, he's not 
slicing it up out there. He's not pinpoint passing it. Not at all. And it was just, okay, dump off to Kamara. I'm not complaining. I have him on my fantasy team. But 12 receptions for 91 yards for Kamara. That was Derek Carr's uh, handcuff. Okay, just dump it off there. And that something's going to happen. But where's Calvin Ridley? And why doesn't why does Trevor Lawrence hate him? Like I just don't understand it. Calvin Ridley had what one reception last night or something like that. Like it's it, unbelievable. What is going on with this number one receiver that would be playing lights out in anybody else's team? But for the Jags, for some reason, it's like Trevor Lawrence actually hates him and has decided he's not going to get the ball. I don't know. A guy named Tim Jones had more receptions than uh, Calvin Ridley. Jamal Agnew had six targets for four receptions. They went to Calvin Ridley four times, and I think one of them, I recall, was a bad ball by Trevor Lawrence. I pretty much gave Ridley no shot. One of them was on the sideline that Calvin Ridley made a heroic effort for, and his just second foot was just slightly out of bounds. So I think they're kind of like, you still need to get a guy like Ridley more than four targets. I think it's just a weird game overall for the Jags. Trevor Lawrence, he was moving well on his knee last night, but I still consider that a bum knee for Trevor Lawrence. And I think all that kind of factored in. But, yeah, I mean, kudos to the Saints. You make Ridley a non-factor in that game. That's your best shot of winning. That's how they almost did. Jags 5-2 and two at the top of the division. The Colts and the Texans are 3-3. Three and three. I mean, uh, barring some wild turn of events, this is going to be the Jags division, of course. You know, the, te- the the Titans looked like for a second they were going to do the thing the Titans do, which is backdoor everybody. You're paying attention, but you're not paying attention to the AFC South. And then you look up and you go, how did the Titans win the AFC South? Happens every couple of years. But this is the Jags division. My question is, with the way they're playing right now, what can we reasonably expect the Jags to do once they get into the playoffs? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this team and I'm saying, you're a first round out right now. Yeah, I, I I agree with it. Me and BK have had this discussion the last two days because he made these claims two days ago that, oh, the Jaguars have the best defense in the AFC. Look what happened in the second half last night to Derek Carr and the Saints right there. Yeah. Um, only the Patriots should give up that many points to Derek Carr and the Saints. So best defense in the AFC with the healthiest running back and Trevor Lawrence quarterback. All those things are true. They are in the weakest division. The best in defense in the AFC isn't true. Running back, quarterback, okay, BK, you got that easiest division in the league but then that means that just means that other teams are more battle tested you put the jags up against the ravens or the Bengals, whoever one of them ends up winning the afc north and whichever one has the wild card if they meet the jags and they go through the afc north car wash that ringer i'm taking a battle tested team over the jags every single time when it comes to postseason yeah, I am too, actually. If the playoffs ended today, the Jags would be the third seed in the AFC, and they would end up playing the Steelers. Yeah, so I think it's going to be an AFC North team, is how it's going to shake yeah, out. That's because nasty. the Bengals will come back, either win the division or the Ravens will, and then there's going to be that wild card AFC North team. The Steelers won't be there, but like I said, I'm taking either of those teams over the Jags in the first round, whatever it might be in the playoffs. When we come back, we're picking our college football games for the weekend. I'm going to ask a question that I have to ask because I haven't been on the radio in a very long time. I want to know who's the top conference in college football right now. And also, why does nobody like Pat McAfee? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.